I see things. You laugh at an old man. <laughs> There's them that laughs and knows better. See the TV cameras yet? That's what I'm kidding right now is these weird chills. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world, and from where Watch I out. sit, there just ain't enough damn dogs. Where is this coming from? He's watching you, friend, I guarantee you that. Come on, I feel... What was that? Throw them into darkness for a few hours and then sit back and watch them. Drug addiction, alcoholism, sadism, bestiality. We may ask what is real. Murder, vampire. Anything beyond that is dangerous. He's a liar. The demon is a liar. He would like to confuse us. They pick the most dangerous enemy they can find. The attack is psychological. And it's themselves. Powerful. Patriot show uh, today's a freaky Friday um, and I actually have a returning guest uh, I don't know if I actually had him on for freaky Friday it might have ended up that way I don't know if it was even before it might have been before I called him freaky Friday but I'm pretty sure I had him on for a Friday show uh, we have a returning guest uh, Dr. Lawrence Brock um, I had had him on before or an NDE experience, which I thought was, uh, for me, I thought that was an amazing episode. And I really uh, thought it was good for just listeners to hear and uh, very in, had a lot of information on anything. And plus his experience was, uh, I just think it's worth listening to. So if you haven't heard that episode, if you like this one, or if you want, uh, shut this one off and go listen to that one first, and then come back and check this out. Or whatever. <laughs> but, um, and I also am, uh, I do have my amazing... Uh, my favorite Canadian Italian, uh, it's Teresa. Uh, right. <laughs> so uh, we do have her on from Spiritual Gangsters, the other show that I uh, I co-host with her. We have her on tonight uh, today. Um, real quick before we get into Lawrence, do you want to Thank plug you. your stuff, uh, <laughs> Teresa? At least. Do you want to plug your? Sorry, stuff? you kind of broke up. What did you say? Do you want to plug your stuff, uh, Teresa? All right, I'll plug it for Hello. you since you can't hear me. Uh, all her stuff is I in the bottom, and uh, you can check it out. The Spiritual right. Gangsters links, it's all on the bottom, as well as mine. And now uh, we'll get to somebody who can hear me. Uh, Lawrence, <laughs> what's going on? Hi. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so just for, if you can, just uh, let people know a little bit about, I guess, you know, who you are, what you're into, and then we'll get into uh, the topic, which is going to be cleansing and meditations. Okay, yeah, I did have a near-death experience many years ago, and a lot of people like to hear about that. But So um, we're not going to go into that too much right now. But uh, what I came away from my near-death experience with is the beginning of abilities to heal people. And uh, my life since then has become about exploring that and learning more. I've met amazing teachers and just... Uh, it was that was back in the early in the mid 1970s so it wasn't like i could look online and see like what happened to me so it was more of a yeah, process of self discovery and you know exploring i had something happen where my hands became very warm when i touched people i did start to have visions and things like that and i did not know what to make of it so i learned and explored and so now i have a healing practice and i do workshops and one-on-one -on -one healing um, awesome. I recently was actually in uh, England at the uh, at Torquay, England, which is where uh, oh, wow. Agatha Christie was born. But I did a couple of I did a two two separate workshops on a Saturday and Sunday there that were really nice. Listening. So I love what I do. I that's great. 
It's great. Yeah, it's perfect. And like, I think that's uh, really, I think the whole thing that we're supposed to be trying to do here is find something we love and do it. So I think it's amazing that that's what you're doing. Uh, It makes life happy, and that's how we express our true self out into the world, definitely. You couldn't have said it better, Lawrence. I like that. So um, what I guess, uh, I mean, even the whole healing thing, I guess maybe that could be another whole topic because I do find that interesting in itself. But uh, I do know, like, for myself, when um, whenever I guess would get into do magic or do rituals, you know, cleansing was a huge thing. And I was wondering about, like, um, I don't know if your cleansing happened to do with using incense or if your cleansing was actually talking about cleansing of energy, but which either one. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I would have to do myself, I guess, whatever I was practicing in. So, yeah. I mean, maybe you can explain um, your cleansing and like what that means to you and why you do it and you know, what is it behind it? Um, yeah, I think for me doing this work, it's really important because I do help. Well, I call it clearing, but clean, same thing. So, you know, when I help people, they're yuck or, you know, negativity from other people, negativity from in the spirit, you know, the negative things, people pick that up. And I mean, I do my best to not pick that up from other people when I'm working Mm. with them, but I also don't want to play it so safe that I'm not helping them. So it's kind of like there's a line here and you're supposed to be right at the line, but you know, if you're back here playing it too safe, then so the other person's, their stuff is here. So I want to help them. And it to me to stay really on top of my game and to be really clear for myself, for my family, for my clients, I, there's clearing processes I do. Um, So I would say meditation is probably the most important thing. uh, And journal writing, those are really kind of simple things, but there are, you know, inviting in the positive beings in the spirit to help clear off, the yuck. I mean, that's kind mm-hmm. of a nice generic way of saying it. I just think it's really important. It's it's funny how you mentioned even like a, a you know journal of meditation because um, yeah. even like from my experience in the past when it came to uh, doing magic, I mean cleansing and keeping a journal is is actually huge. Like that's yeah. like you're told to do that and. Uh, you know the journal. Like I, 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 uh, I wasn't that big on it, and I, and I wish I would have been because I think, and I'm sure you'll probably agree with me when I say this: the whole thing behind the journal it may sound cheesy and be like, "Oh, I gotta write a diary or a journal," but you can go back if you're very descriptive and you put down the dates and the time of everything that you did stuff. In my opinion, you could possibly see reoccurring things and then figure out why is that happening. Is there a common thing? You know what I'm saying? You can find commonality. Yeah. So I, I do get the whole point of the journal, and I'm assuming that's probably why you – one of the reasons why you do it as well, right? Well, it that uh, – yes. I I almost never do that, though, but <laughs> – I was the same way, really? To me, it's yeah. a good way to get my head on straight and get clear about things in my life, like um, – or any work. You know, it's – we we have these different parts to us. Part of us is all wise and all knowing, but we do have these other parts that are not so wise and so knowing. So it's kind of like, how do I get in line with that each day? Mm. Um, you know, sometimes I write about dreams to explore what that means or, uh, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not in the most spiritual place, let's say, and it helps me get there. That's uh, there's certain, it's funny because I mean, I've been telling people to do this for years and years, and not many people do. One of my longtime clients, not too long ago, decided to actually do it. And then they were saying, wow, this is actually really good. I can't believe it. And, uh, so for me, it's funny. when I got in the habit, well, when I went to school, I have a doctorate. We had to do journal writing. So I did it then. But as soon as school was over, I stopped doing it. When my daughter at the end of fourth grade, so she just graduated high school last year, so it was however many years ago. But at the end of fourth grade, her teacher said it'd be good if she learned how to type the right way because everything in school now is typing. Mm -hmm. My daughter did not learn how to type the right way, but in order to encourage her to do that, I got an app on my Chromebook that 
taught me how to type because I've been typing with two fingers for more years than I'd like to say. And I start doing this lesson every day and I got into it and now I can type and it's great. But after the summer of doing this every morning, I realized, you know, something I'm enjoying. I was in the habit of sitting down and typing. So I just transitioned into journal writing. And once I'm in that, for me, once I'm in the habit, it's easy. If I'm not in the habit, it's hard to get going. But so, And that was many years ago. That was about five years ago. So I've been very diligent in doing my journal writing since then. You know yeah, I- it's funny. Like, I think sometimes, um, like for me, naturally as a kid, like I used to keep a journal to like express myself. Just, yeah. I don't know how I figured that out. Right. And then um, eventually as I got older, I stopped for a lot of reasons. But uh, when I have picked the habit back up, it's always like so fascinating to look back and read what is written and see like any development or like um, NY was saying like any recurring themes. Right. Yeah. But I think that there's something like putting pen to paper that's very different than typing or just thinking about it, like putting it and like expressing it from your hand. Yeah. It's, it's different. You know? I do. I, I mean, I do my journal writing and typing, but I know what you mean. It, it's I write so little. Like, uh, I go to the chiropractor. I have to sign in. Like, even to write my <laughs> name, it feels weird because I the the art of writing is getting lost. It is. Know, my daughter did not even learn how to write cursive in school. I know. I've had to yeah. teach my kids uh, cursive yeah. on my own because they don't teach it in school, but I want them to learn. Apparently, it's uh, really good for their brain development, and they should actually learn cursive first before oh, really? printing. Yeah. Yeah, it's according to, like, Montessori. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad my daughter was very curious, so I, you know, taught her how to do it, which I was glad. Nice. Yeah, it's good for them. Yeah. I find that. I just find the journal. So I have certain things I check each morning. Like, do I need to process? Do I need to get to a better place on? So I encourage people to have their own three things. But for me, sleeping is one of them. Since I'm young, I didn't like to sleep very much. So I just, and I've learned if I'm more disciplined, I can sleep better. But sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and, oh, I got to do something. And I have to learn not to do that. So I will write about that. It's just a reminder. The other thing, I tend to worry more than I really need to. and. Sometimes I catch myself worrying about things like I'll think about something and it feels like I'm worrying, but it's nothing to really worry about. The other thing is my physical body. So I'll just sort of scan through. And then what I'll do is I'll write something about it and do like a breathing exercise to balance, not to directly fix it, but kind of balance my body in relation to it. And then sometimes I, in, in my healing work, too, or in clearing houses or things like that, a lot of times I'll use colors. So I'll check to see which color vibration will help with that and just visualize that color and, you know, kind of like chanting the color, even though it's just the color, and get that all filled and try to, you know. So then my inner vision, you know, I want it to be light and bright and happy, basically. So sometimes I'll check inside, it'll seem kind of dark. So, you know, between the journal writing, the breathing, and the colors, it kind of lines things up for myself. Wow, that's actually, uh, I mean, that's, again, like, that's all stuff that I've done in the past. That's really interesting. I know, yeah. uh, <coughs> I, I think it might be called the, I'm, oh, God, I'm probably going to screw it up, uh, Pariana or something like that. It's kind of like a bre, or it might be a sauna. One of those two. Pra- pranayama. Yeah, yeah, that pranayama. one. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That's what they call it in yoga. <laughs> yeah, the, the breathing exercise I do is what I wrote my doctoral paper about. Actually. Oh, cool. I call it L breathing. It's oh, pretty simple. You, can, can you teach it to us? <laughs> I can. It's fair. Well, I have a video on my YouTube channel. Um, it's actually very simple. I mean, the first part is just you put a hand on your chest and on your belly and breathe and see where you're breathing. That's the first step. And if you're breathing into your chest, you want to learn to breathe into your belly because abdominal breathing is part of the exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's it's kind of like to learn to do that. You stick your belly out while you're breathing in. Eventually it clicks in because it is more like we're born breathing that way. It just, we're taught kind of not to partially because it's louder 
you know, we're taught, hold your belly in, don't, you know, mm-hmm. don't get caught up in your lower chakras, basically. Um, the other part is there's a gentle movement of the spine that, so you arch your back and when you practice, you kind of arch it and it's, it's visible. So you breathe in, you pull your shoulders back, tilt your head back and arch your back. And then on the exhale, you relax it into neutral. After practicing this for a while, so for my study, I had to have people do it for 10 weeks, I think, or something like I don't even remember. But usually by around two months of practicing, you start to change your breathing back. Um, so what one of the studies I found, you know, I did a lot of research about it, and one of the studies showed in, I think, up till like kindergarten, almost 80% of kids breathe that way where they're breathing into their belly and their spine naturally kind of makes this motion when they're breathing. Then in fifth grade, it changes to where only 20% of the kids are breathing that way. That's so interesting. Honestly, yeah. it's like, okay, so I have a 10 year old son who's going into grade five. Yeah, And right. I've lately was actually just talking about this with my friend last night who has uh, kids a similar age. And I said, he's starting all these like anxiety things that worries me. Yeah. Right. And I can see that at that age, it's like a more of a cognitive, like there's a cognitive shift going on where he's like way more aware of certain stuff. And, and I think that it just relates to like carrying anxiety in the body, you know? So I gotta, I gotta teach him that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's really good because probably if you watch him when he's sleeping, he Mm -hmm. naturally does it. Yeah. Catch him before it shifts. Sleep. It sounds like uh, almost because I used to teach yoga, so yeah, it sounds yeah. almost like uh, standing like cat and cow, like when you're it, like you it's know. Very, it's very similar. Some of the studies I use were breathing, uh, were studies about yoga that mm-hmm. showed that that breathing and actually the cat and cow and uh, I there were two other postures that kind of the breathing is very similar. And yeah. like the fire breath, because you would enter it into the belly first. and then Yeah, the that, that, there is the, the abdominal part. I mean, that's a little more like get the energy going. This, yeah, this exactly. Thing, if you can get them to learn to breathe this way, because it becomes a natural. I talked about like it turns our body into a healing, ongoing healing machine that you're when you do that naturally, it's, you know, emotionally, it's soothing and physically you get more oxygen. So it helps a lot of your body. Yeah, totally. A lot of people are stuck breathing just up here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I remember, like, specifically, it was, like, almost word for word for the way you had mentioned it before yourself, Lawrence. Uh, when I was reading, uh, there might have been a, a book, uh, Something Gates by Mark Stavish. Um, uh-huh. And it was, uh, very, it was very big into, like, I think, like, meditative stuff and breathing and visualization. But I remember him yeah. even saying the same thing. It's like we start off with breathing from uh what would that be? what's that actually called besides saying stomach it's your uh, abdomen or whatever yeah and then somehow um, we go into our chest like you said yeah. and we're not like it just happens and it's like almost like we're doing it wrong and we need to actually reprogram ourselves to start doing that again it is you said, like the same thing you said it's it's crazy it's an anxiety response i think Fight so it, 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 when you start to do it, you ha, you feel your feelings more. So some, we're trying to avoid that. It is, you know, we're told when we're young, especially boys, to be quiet. So it is, you know, don't even breathe so loudly and stuff like that. <laughs> I tell them that all the time. I'm like, just be quiet. <laughs> yeah. well, it, it, it was cool because my daughter volunteered to do the study for my paper. And she didn't do it on her own, but so I would sit there with her and you know, just talk to her about what's going on and, you know, in school. And uh, it, 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 I mean, it's really an amazing and it's so simple. It's free. If, if you can learn how to do it, it's just really quite amazing. It's a life skill, really, to learn how to, to manage yeah, your breath. When you first honestly. met the people, like, what do you mean? I know how to breathe. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's really life changing, honestly. It can be. Yeah, it's a great thing. So. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, um, like pr- prior to doing like any um, ritual work when I was, you know, practicing uh, beforehand, uh, you know, I would always do some sort of like a meditation, but it was also the meditation had certain, you know, things for it. It was for one to make sure that my breathing was correct. 
Yeah. And then I would start to go into, and you were just talking about um, colors. Um, a lot of, there was two, I had two different ways that I would do it. There was two different, I guess, schools of thought that I both liked. And uh, one of them was a lot of times I would just picture white light coming in and filling up my body with it and then trying to push all like the garbage down. And like as I'm breathing, I'm trying to visualize like I guess uh, white air coming in or white light coming in, and as I exhale, it's black smoke. Or um, I would even go into I think something that you had said before. I was picturing um, I would picture the white light coming in, but then I would start with my breathing, and I think I even started trying to do it out of like so like my left only my left nostril. It was like a, a, a big like thing that I practiced for a while. And I would only picture blue light coming down this side. Then when I did the other side, I would picture red. And then when I used both, I would picture white coming down. But, like, those all things that, like, I I visualized and made sure I breathed. Like, I I purposely did that before I did anything magically because I do think that is a form of cleansing your own self and making sure that, you know, you could easily go through that meditation and be like, you know what, maybe I don't need to do what I'm thinking of doing now because you've cleared your head a little bit. You've yeah. maybe gotten out of the negativity that was attached to you. I've heard plenty of times and in myself yeah. that I've actually been like, you know what, I don't think I really do. I really need to do this. How important is it? Or is this kind of going, you know, enforcing my will onto something else that shouldn't happen, you know, shouldn't be. So that's yeah. I think that even the good thing about the cleansing, which uh, I want to kind of get into with you now, is that I, I'm wondering, like for you, I forgot that you actually heal people. So now I'm thinking, one, cleansing yourself, and two, do you cleanse yourself prior and after when you heal these people to make sure that you are clean before you went in and helped them, and that now are you making sure that you're clean after you helped them as well? Um, I'm wondering yes. about all that for you. Because I forgot that you do the healing too. Yeah. Well, I do every morning. I do meditation, journal writing. I do Tai Chi. And so during the journal writing, as I said, it's more like journal writing with a clearing, healing, cleansing session for myself. So I do that every day. Um, After most sessions, I'll like kind of check and then you know, to see if I feel like I need to do any cleaning and cleansing and then check later on in the day because sometimes, you know, you cannot be aware of stuff you need to cleanse or clear and then later on you become aware of it. So and it's you got to stick with it and understand it kind of like your ego comes in and think you could handle it and it you just got to really stick with it even so there are times – you know, I'll definitely do meditation regardless of what my experience is about what I'm feeling. So, and I just do that every day. So, but, and it is, I clear and cleanse the people I'm working on. That's the big reason they come to me because it clears off. There's the negative, you know, things in the spirit that there are the positive things, but there are the demons and entities and things like that that come in. And usually when things aren't going well for someone, one of those things is affecting that person, whether it's, you know, physical, emotional, mental, business, relationships, everything. So we clear that stuff off. But I got to do that for myself, too. That's real important. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be like neutral first before you can act. Preparing for like magic, right? You have to try to be. be, Yeah. Yeah. A neutral energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like. Like when you think of like sometimes I think of, uh, you know, when it comes to the Kabbalah and you have the left and right pillar and then you have the middle pillar, it's almost as if you want to think of a three pronged uh, plug. You want to be that neutral middle pillar. actually yeah. <laughs> Right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Do your best. And that, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool because when I'm working, it kind of clicks in automatically. Do, doing it for myself is a little harder. It takes a little uh. more discipline. Yes. Um, being that, uh, yeah, it crossed my mind. I also check with other people to check me because it is, I don't know if it's just our ego, but our ego comes in and thinks, oh, yeah, I got this covered. And in a certain way, we never have it covered. So you got to keep doing it. it you know, it's, it reminds me, I clean my apartment and then, you know, a couple of days later, it's like, how'd it get dirty? <laughs> 
<laughs> so I have to clean it again. But that so you want in self cleaning, you want to try to get it before you realize it. And so you got to just do the stuff and go through the procedures. That's interesting that you said that you'll even uh, ask other people or you know kind of have them check because uh, yeah. we had uh, we had a guy Carl the Crusher come on I think about two weeks ago and uh, and when he said this I was like damn like this dude means business um, he's I don't know you probably don't know who he is he's a guy who's been going over to he's gotten permission to go on to Skinwalker Ranch. And he's kind of an independent. He's not associated with the show that's going on right now. And he's kind of got his yeah. own thing just on YouTube. So he doesn't have anybody yet, you know, because he's not funded. He's just independent. He doesn't have really anybody telling him you can't show this or you can't cover that. They're just letting him go where they're allowed, you know, where they're letting him go. Um, so, like, he gets to cover a lot of stuff. And he's, like, very big into spirituality. Him and the team that he's with, they're really big into meditation. They make sure they do all that before they go out and do their research. And he said it's even to the point to where they'll let each other know kind of what's going on in their head so they can all kind of keep a checks and balances. Because he's like, you know, we all kind of got to be on the same page spiritually if we're trying to figure out what's going on here, which is in a spiritual sense, in my opinion, anyway, you know. Yeah. So I, I, that's uh, that's yeah, interesting that I you think, said that as well because yeah. I think that's as corny as it can sound. I think if you it, it, that can help, you know. I think it, it's really really important. There's two things. One, I do think our ego, but the other thing is our karma. It's kind of designed so you can't catch everything. Otherwise, you wouldn't get those learning lessons you're supposed to learn. So you, I, I mean, in anything in doing anything in the world, getting a second pair of eyes on it could get a different opinion. You know, when you're familiar with something, I, there's, I took this uh, ma- uh, time management, accelerated management course years ago. It was interesting. They showed this thing of, <clears throat> it was a triangle. And in the triangle, it said, Paris in the, the springtime in the triangle. And the people who English was their native language saw it and just saw Paris in the springtime because they knew that phrase. The people who English was not their native language and were just learning, they were the ones that saw there were two of those there. And it, it was just, you know, when just when you get used to something, our mind is so quick, it goes to kind of where we want it to right away. So getting someone else's outlook, you know, check you out – it just you got it keeps it real. Let me put it that way. I don't know what else to say. It's funny how you said that because I I don't know if it was that legit same meme or I hate to call it a meme. It's really not a meme, but I've seen it. Uh, yeah. That neither something like that or very close to it on Instagram, and that got me because I was even like I don't see, what's yeah. the problem, and then I was like, holy crap, the word the, <laughs> but it was like the, and then it put the on the next line, and I never caught it. If it was next to each other, I probably yeah. would have. But it was like yeah. since it went on to the next line, I just like I forgot what I just read over there when I got over here. That's the, that's the thing. I that's probably the, it sounds like the same exact. Yeah, thing. and I was like, damn, there are things too. like that, you know. It happens with my last name all the time because my oh. last name is Kassar. Yeah, when people say it's Caesar. They just oh. correct it automatically. I'm like, there's no e. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, their minds trying to yeah. jump ahead. Yeah. Exactly. The universe tells you to slow down. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah present. That's, and you try to do that in the work. I, I mean, I try to, but it's still, you know, we have our human nature. We have our spiritual part that, like I said, knows all that stuff, but our human part who is, thinks it knows what's happening, basically. Well, and it's not that it's bad that the brain does that. It's very no. useful, actually, right? Because for, like, motor functions and things that we do routinely every day, it is good that our brain does jump like the circuit, you know, but sometimes it's not so good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I see those things online and people like jumble the letters around and, and you can still read it because you're still out that. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I've done plenty of posts that have been screwed up and look totally fine to me before I hit tweet or you know, send right. whatever. <laughs> and then I go to see it myself. I'm like, damn, like, I got to oh. take this down and redo it. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was, there was something I posted a while ago, and like months later, I noticed there was something spelled wrong in it. And I go, "Wow! Normally, you put something up; it's wrong online." 
everyone's so happy to point that out to you and no one noticed that it was coming. Yeah, I, I did that last night. I went live with Jack Allen for the Phoenix operation. I spelled Phoenix wrong, and I was like, wow, nobody actually was like, oh, you spelled Phoenix wrong. You must be retarded. You know, I was like, why am I going to listen to you? You don't know how to spell Phoenix. Right. You know, I'm surprised I didn't get that. But uh, um, I also wanted to ask, uh, I have a bunch of questions still. I'm hoping I remember them all. Um, all right. One, I do want to get into uh, how the cleansing of houses, because you mentioned that. And I do also want to ask the whole thing with the colors. Now, okay. maybe you want to cover the house first and then go into the, how the colors help with that or whatever. Yeah. Whichever one you want to answer first. But those are two questions I'm okay. definitely interested in. Yeah, they're part of each other. So I guess we could start with the colors because it's kind of a part of any. It can be. It's yes, not always. I think so. But, you know, the colors are different energy frequencies. Yep. There are also positive spiritual beings that come along with work with the color. So, um, but it, I mean, on the simple level, color is a, an energy frequency. And a lot of times it'll help clear up, a, you know, an energy frequency that we don't want. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of when I first started to learn about colors. Um, yeah. I studied with this guy. His name was James. And it, it was actually these healings. We used con, uh, candles. So I had like 10 different, like little four or five inch candles that were kind of thin. And um, there were all the different colors of the rainbow. And you would take a picture of the person and you would had a like a tray and put sand in it. And then you would put these uh, candles around the person and you'd burn them. And so you would use the, it would be using the healing energy of the colors. And oh. uh, there was a very specific, I'm trying to remember some of the details about how to do it, but I'm not remembering it right now, but normally you would do it for like a month every day. And uh, it, it was kind of cool. That was my beginning to learn about colors. Well, that's even, uh, even with magic. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, besides, uh, I mean, just a regular candle and just letting it burn. There are, um, there's plenty, there's like seven day candles. Um, there's ones, I mean, it really also depends on what you're doing, but I mean, I've known people yeah. who might do something for a month straight. So they will like, just keep on trying to keep like this, uh, you know, same colored candle going, but in magic, uh, depending on, for me, depending on what I was doing also depended on what color candle I was going to use. Yeah. So these, you would use a number of different colors the candles would burn down they, they wouldn't last for a month and you wouldn't need to do that yeah. but like every time at the same time of the day you'd set the candles up for this person and I, i'm trying to remember how i mean there were very specific details about how to do it that i'm not remembering what i took away from it was was learning about the vibrations of the colors and what they can be used for there are a lot of different systems out there one thing i learned during that time that i still experience uh he would say that colors that people associate with the chakras generally those chakras have too much of that color in it already so you wouldn't naturally like if you want to clear something you know uh in what in the heart chakra you wouldn't necessarily go to green you would probably start with other colors first to see what works mm. and the other thing he was very he said red, you, you know, is v very strong and it also can be very sexual. So you need to be really careful. Yes. Yep. But the, so there were, but there were also pink candles that were more for loving energy. The green was good for physical healing. And then the purple and the blue were more for spiritual. The blue is more for mm. spiritual and mental and purple is more for just purely spiritual. Yeah. I was is it always only chakra colors or are there other colors too? Um, no, there were, well, there was pink. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember what there was, but so now when I do that, I always include pink. There was a lot, there was lavender oh. in that. And I still use that and gold and silver. Those colors work oh, for a lot. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what that's um, a, usually so brown and black are usually negativity clearing, mm. but once in a while you use brown candles i almost never use brown so now i use the colors it's more like visualizing and imagining and doing it that way but it's usually don't use brown or black for healing those are more negative things that are clearing yeah 
Oh, yeah, that's it's wild how that that's a lot that's a lot like how uh, I would use it like uh yeah, I mean even the black would be to remove uh like you know clearing negativity. Um blue would be kind of like healing as well and purple was always more of like um spiritual like you know like you said more of a spiritual sense. Yeah. Um like it's for transforming. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it's the same thing. Uh red yeah. you know would be more of a uh a Mars or kind of like a lower, very much. I could see how you could go sexual with that because I think it's much more of a. Um, I'm stuck, like very too grounded. You know what I'm getting at? Like yeah, you're yeah. too much for this world. Well, the lower chakra. There, yeah. So that you just got to be careful with people. I mean, I, I think sex is good when it's done in the right way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that guy was argue very that. conservative about sex. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I'm not, let's put it that way. So, you know, some of the <laughs> stuff was his stuff about it. But I learned, it was very cool. I learned a lot. It's funny, too. I remember as a kid, I used to say to my parents that brown would give me a headache. Oh, really? When I see, wow. too, when I see too much brown, like yeah. in, I don't know, an outfit or like, I don't know, a TV show, I'd be like, oh, my God, it hurts my head. <laughs> I don't know why. But makes sense with, like, frequencies, right, and energy. Yeah, and you got to. Mm-hmm go with what works good for you you know that's just real important for sure so yeah and the house clearings it, it's kind of similar to clearing a person um there are all sorts of different things i'm trying to think of there so sometimes i do house clearings for realtors like if they have problems yeah. selling houses they'll come to me and, and that's kind of cool that it helps <laughs> there was one house it was very interesting and a lot of times people do this. They don't want to tell me much about the situation to try to, you know, I don't know if they're trying to stump me. They just want to see if I'm genuine, I guess. There was this house, is, you know, $2 million, really nice house. And um, it just wasn't selling. And I went there and there's, so the, the some of the spiritual beings that are connected to the earth are called elementals. Mm -hmm. So there were, and elementals are, they're kind of neutral. We can ask them to help us and they will, but it's not like their nature. If they see stuff going on with us, they'll automatically help us. Like they're kind of doing their own thing. So, but we can't, if we, we do have a certain authority over those things. So if we ask them to help us, they kind of have to, and they like it. But so there were all these elemental water elementals underneath this house. And, you know, that was part of the clearing and getting them lined up. They were kind of having fun doing things that wasn't very good for the house selling. And then the realtor told me after, you know, that that house was having a lot of problems with the plumbing and the water, which went away after I got the elementals in line and the house sold pretty quickly. So that was kind of cool. Holy shit. There's, so, but we use the positive beings in spirit. So the light of the Christ is very positive, and that's kind of a way to let me step into the positive stuff. And through what Jesus Christ brought in, that's what gives us the authority over those things. Um, so we start there, and then, I mean, there are angels, there's archangels, or you know, all the saints and the religions can help. Uh, there's you know, all sorts of positive beings that help out with that stuff. And then you just clear the place and usually the place sells. Um, There was one time this person, the realtor asked me to clear, there were two houses and uh, they said, do I need to give you the address? And I don't really need the address. You know, I kind of connect to it through them. But some people have a hard time accepting that. So they kept saying, do you need the address? I said, okay, give me the address. And it was good because she gave me the first address and this purple light came in. And I was like, wow, that cleared. And I didn't have to do anything. Just my awareness and my intention and holding that positive energy. And then they got a a bid on the house the next day that sold. Again, the person didn't tell me all this, a lot of this stuff. I found this out. I don't close to a year later that that house had been on and off the market for like seven years and they, they couldn't sell it. And then I was oh, like, wow. wow, that is so cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah that's why, yeah. When you clear houses, like, do you ever, well, you knew with the elementals in that house, but like, yes. 
do you ever know usually what is the problem? Um, or sometimes, sometimes it just I, clears in, and... In that case, that I didn't need to know the problem. But yeah, sometimes there's things, you know, I live in the Northeast. A lot of times there's Native American things from, from years ago. Sometimes mm-hmm. there are demons or entities or things like that that are there. Um, yeah, there was this one house. It, it was interesting. It was just the karma was kind of, it's kind of like the house didn't want to be sold because it liked the old owners. Oh. Right. It's kind of cute. cute. It is kind of cute. And so, but then, so it had to do something with that. It was funny. And the, the owner didn't really want to hear about what I was talking about. So it was a little bit of a struggle then, but then the house cleared and it was interesting because the neighborhood wasn't that clear. And what was happening is people were coming to see the house. And by the time they got to the house, they were all yucked up energetically. So they just didn't like it, even though the house was clear. And, um, you know, then I have to check inside. Do I have, is it okay spiritually for me to clear the neighborhood? In that case, it was not. But there was a road they would come down through this yucky energetic part. And what I discovered is, I could make like a, a light tunnel there so they would come in through that and they wouldn't get all yucked up. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, you got to go with the flow and try to realize your mind doesn't how, understand. How did you know you weren't allowed to clear the neighborhood? It just, you know, it's kind of asking and it just felt like there was some resistance there. and That's intuitively you kind of felt that. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So, I mean, when I get things, sometimes it's just a knowing. Sometimes I hear something specific. Sometimes I see, you know, see a vision either out here or inside my head. In this mm-hmm. case, it was just like, nah, it's just not the right thing to do. And, you know, it could be because there are people living there that it it's just not right for them. You know what I mean? To, they yeah. need to be in their situation for their spiritual growth. That's all. Gotcha. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, that's it's very it's kind of fun because you get to see all sorts of <laughs> cool. I just think it's like the coolest thing in the world. And when I'm doing it, it seems like, oh, this is all normal. And then when I come out of it, it's like, wow, that was really amazing that you see that stuff. And then part of me goes, how did I, is that real? Or, and that part in a certain way doesn't matter because, you know, if someone gets better, if it's a person or the house sells, that's what we're trying to make happen. It's, it's funny is as you're saying that, like I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, wow, that's fucking awesome. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, one of my friends is a real estate agent. I might yes. need to get in touch with them after this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it helps so much. You know, yeah. I do. Um, and like, not even like, I, and, and listen, if you're charging for that, you go for it. It's services. But like, just oh, for me, just do. for me, yeah. I would go and try it just for free just to see if. Yeah. See if you can do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just try it out. Try. Yeah. There's, um. You know, I study a lot of different things, so it helps my mind be open to all, uh, you know, in doing this, you want to be careful not to get stuck in a rut because you keep wanting the same exact thing to work. But uh, as you can see, these things I described are all very different. And it so it is the part of, you know, sitting back and kind of letting your mind be open to see what could come forward. Um, there was... I mean, there was one other time there was a, a property that it had a lot to do with the neighborhood. Um, oh, there was one other time, it, actually, that the time where I, the person told me two different places. It Normally, I don't have to go to the property, but in that case, I it just wasn't working. So I said, I need to go there and see. And it was kind of funny because the, the energy at the house that they were trying to sell was kind of too bright compared to the the neighborhood around it and it was like whoa and normally i think well the the neighborhood needs to be brought up but in this case i was aware the energy in the house needs to be brought down there was also some attachment in the property in in this case it was just the owner it really wasn't the house so i had the realtor pay the owner one dollar like as a down payment toward the house and that seemed to help let the owner let go of the house energetically. Oh, that's wow. kind of cool. Hmm. 
cool. That's some very interesting yeah. stuff. I would never have thought of like uh, that's why like you know houses and stuff like uh, in that way. Like I thought maybe you went around to people who like thought. You know, the houses were haunted. I had like a poltergeist. I never would have thought like uh, just a house that's like might have something there and it's not selling. Like, I think, yeah, like well, sometimes there are ghosts and demons and entities. Those things definitely come. Um, have, have you know, I'm, I'm just wondering, have you ever um, have you ever gotten into like incense and water and salt and all that stuff, too? Or, or, or just is, is uh, that like I have. A, I definitely burn a candle. I have one burning now. Just the flame. I mean, I used to do these things with Epsom salts and alcohol. I've done sage. I've, you know, I've done incense and things like that, but I don't do them right now. What's with the Ep- Epsom salt and the alcohol? Would you mix that together, or like what? what I uh, you just pour a little alcohol. You get a pan. You put Epsom salt. You pour the alcohol on it and light it on fire. It helps clear a lot from the etheric oh. level. That's interesting, actually. And the alcohol that's like spirits and earth. Yeah, that's that's weird. Huh. Uh, yeah, I know from from my past in the past I would. Uh, yeah, as I said, I've studied a lot of different things. I'm open to it, and I. You can keep going. I think that might be a delay. My bad. Oh, I was waiting for you to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I like to learn different things and kind of trust my inner wisdom and my heart to keep me doing the things that work well for me. Mm-hmm. You know, some things I'll try out and then I think, no, nah, this isn't, you know, doesn't really line up with me. Um, but it, it's always good to have a long list of tools just in case, you know what I mean? And something new comes up and different situations. And there is part of it. If you don't know how to fix it, you got to try something different. There's part of it, you know, sometimes just trying new things like, with the colors, it's simple. You could just try a different color because there's no harm. You know, there's no way to harm someone imagining a color. Like that. But you want to be scientific about the process also and mm-hmm. see what works. That's real important. Have you found yourself, uh, like, I, I, like I'm just thinking maybe like this would be a scenario for me. Yeah. I could see how, like, I would go into this thinking, like, oh, yeah, I got this. I know what I'm doing. And, like... Actually, because of that, probably ended up learning more than I ever did because now I realize I maybe didn't know as much. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like, was that like ever your experience? Like, you've actually yeah. learned a lot more because you've gotten into this realizing you didn't know that much. Definitely. Well, it's good. I when I hear you talking, it's good you're at least be willing to admit you might not know. That part's <laughs> just really important. The thing of not knowing is really really important because you can't know all this stuff. No, you can't. There's no way. And if you think you have the negative things covered. That's your ego. Your butt, that it, they can whip your butt. You need to approach it. And I've been describing it like with a humble arrogance in a certain way, because you take your authority, but you need to be kind of humble and not think you can, you know, it's like trying to fight someone who's way bigger and way stronger than you. You can't, you know, you need to be real smart about it, basically. So, definitely. Um, But that part of being open to not knowing in the spiritual work, I think, is probably the most important thing because our mind cannot understand it all. That's all there is to it. It is always more, I mean, way more. You know, we're trying to think here, and the spirit and the spiritual world is, like, infinite. So we cannot know it all. So that's just real important. It's impossible to stuff all that inside our little head. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of it in there, but yeah, I hear yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> but sometimes, yeah, plus sometimes we got to get rid of it because there's not enough room. Yeah, that's interesting, though, just to go back to, like, the salt thing. Yeah. Because uh, salt, like, when you when you overload, like, water with salt, it's called soul water, like S-O-L-E. Yeah. Right? And didn't Jesus say, like, we're the salt of the earth kind of yeah, thing? Yeah. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting to I, And I think, honestly, if I remember correctly, I think there is a little bit of salt used in the, in holy water, depending on which recipe they're using. Oh, really? I'm not sure yeah. about that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I know there's something that is added into it, and uh, yeah, I, I think it might be salt. I could be wrong, but I know... Uh, yeah, I don't... I've I looked in... Well, there's, uh, there's salt in exorcisms, I believe, as well, certain ones. Yeah, yeah. Blessed ones, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to. Uh, 
I, you know, when I used to do my magic stuff, I would uh, sometimes use, um, you know, I would just, I always used, I had salt and I had water on my, uh, on my altar. But uh, I think at one point I started to actually, there was a, a church like five houses away from me and it was like a, a pretty well-known, like nice Catholic church, like an old yeah. one. And they had like, it was almost like, um, do you ever see like those big coffee urns that you can, you know, that has, you know, a hundred cups of coffee in them, those big metal things. And you just like hit the little thing and the coffee comes out. They had yeah. like something like that, but gold and it was holy water. So yeah, I would literally just, go in with a little bottle and fill it up and bring stuff. Yeah. I shit you not. Yeah. That's what I did. I was like, screw it. Because like when I was at one point, I was like looking into, I think, uh, like, um, Solomonic ma- magic, and I, I yeah. never really got into it. But um, you know, I was looking. And I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "You're even supposed to make your own holy water." And I was looking at the way it's done, and I was like, "This is actually the same way the Catholic Church makes their holy water." Oh wow! So I was like, "Fucking!" I'll just go down to the Catholic Church and grab this, so I don't have to make my yeah. own. <laughs> it's funny. I was just in Italy, and we were near the, uh, you know, the Vatican and all that stuff, and there were these fountains there. And I was wondering, are these, is this water getting blessed by the, you know, whoever is there doing that? Doubtful. <laughs> Maybe, Doubtful. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> the energy there is like, you know, I'm not, I'm not against religion, let me put it that way, because within religion, there's a lot of cool things. And I've oh, learned yeah. a lot yeah. through religions. And I mean, Same. one thing that I, I don't know how long ago I found this out, but in the Catholic Church, they have like a head angel expert. Which I thought, wow, that is so cool! Just that they're open to that stuff, you know. It's great. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm actually reading a book by the former Vatican head exorcist right now. Wow! But he since passed away, but it's hit one of his books. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that in there, you know, within there, that I mean, there's a lot of cool things that I've learned in you know studying from religious people, definitely. Oh yeah, no. For I sure. think there's uh, yeah. there's definitely a lot of stuff <coughs> I think to learn from religions. Like uh, I know at times I kind of knock them because I say that there's a specific set of beliefs and ideas, but there is still tons of stuff to still learn. Though. Yeah, I mean, right. there's there's plenty of gems in there. You just I think you just still have to think uh, again, stay humble and say I don't know it all. And maybe this isn't the one and only be all. You know, uh, best way to say. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I I'm wondering. I don't know if this is really true, but maybe from an over-optimistic point of view, it's kind of like the real spiritual things are hidden, you know, for people. Yes, so, yes. Someone, I think they hide it on purpose in all religions. Mostly. I yes. don't think they do. But the over-optimistic point of view, I think it's <laughs> greed and selfishness that ends up causing the problem. But So I studied uh, with the Mevlevi dervishes, who were, that's part of the Islamic religion that's that follow the teachings of Jalaluddin Rumi. And, you know, a lot of people read Rumi poems, and it's kind of interesting because the poems that are very popular are kind of superficial compared to things that are near that in his writings. Like some of it is just this deep, deep metaphysical and spiritual wisdom. And, you know, people read these love yourself kind of poems of Rumi, but so in a certain way, again, I'm over-optimistic about certain things, but it's, a, you know, it's a way, like it's a clue, but the really deep stuff is kind of hidden, so people have to do deeper work to get to that deeper stuff, I guess. I'd like to think it's that way. Yeah, I think I would agree with that, for sure. Yeah. Um, is it, go ahead. No, it's interesting, too, um, Lawrence, how you were saying, like, how like a house or like an object can like hold energy yeah. and have its own energy. It just made me think of like, you know, Marie Kondo, the like decluttering lady. Uh, no, no. Oh, you know, yeah. okay. You're not familiar. Okay. Probably like a bunch of people in the chat are, but she is like this uh, organizational guru, right? Yeah. So her whole, her whole um, philosophy behind it is you should hold each item in your hand and decide if it sparks joy for you or not. And if it does not spark joy, you thank it, and then you, like, discard it as necessary. So, like, garbage or, like, donation or whatever. But, like, to hold it in your hand and, like, feel if it gives you joy or not, right? Or then she even says, like, to fold things a certain way, like, socks. You should not, like, bunch them up because she's, like, it's hurtful for the sock 
Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, like, really interesting. And, like, how you fold your shirts, you shouldn't, like, pile them on top of each other. It should be, like, vertical in your drawer so you can see, like, Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's, like, really wild. And I'm like, you know what? It makes a lot of sense to me, like, energetically. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. feng shui, the whole art of that. You know, there's – Yeah. It is, but it, that part of feeling it would be whether – people are thinking of it that way there's the energetic part to it isn't it? yeah well yeah. and then people say after they've worked with her or applied her principles on their own that their house feels so much more lighter and joyful yeah because everything in the house is stuff that you truly want yeah right that sounds yeah. great i should well i i do do some of that i yeah. have my my teenage daughter like i said she could is going to college next year so i'm mm. encouraging her to get rid of some of her stuff and it took a while, but finally she got rid of a whole big, you know, garbage bag full of stuff that she knew she would never wear. And mm-hmm. you know, just trying to choose those things. But the way you're, that are aligned with her joy, that's a great way to talk. Yeah, to yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's on Netflix. She has a show on Netflix. Oh, really? I want to watch oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love watching TV. So maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm always working for stuff. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I think. The properties and, like I said, and people like healing and clearing them is kind of similar. I don't. In um, when you when you do work on other people, do you actually go like I think you mentioned it before? Do you focus on like the chakras actually and like look for that? And feel sometimes, that? okay. It, I um, some t- it depends what's out of balance with the person. I recently had someone who it was interesting because I mean they were they're still kind of sick. They've actually got quite a bit better, but um, it was kind of like their, their chakras were moving like this, like something in them didn't want to let the positive energy in. So with that person, I focused on the chakras. Uh, Again, I know I've studied so many things I have. um, So it can be the chakras when we're talking about that, there can be acupuncture points. I mean, anything could be what's out of balance and where the energy's off with the person. So you do want to study a lot, but be open to whatever might come forward at that time without looking like, oh, I'm going to always check the chakras. I do always check people's energy field mm-hmm. to see what's in there, but even within there, there are different levels and you know different bodies and stuff like that. I've heard of people like who try to do healings and they will kind of visual, well, I guess once they have determined what they think the problem is and they go to use color to yeah. heal them. They will visualize like kind of almost near the white light coming from them and then turning into that color going into the person. Or they'll just try to like, let's say purple is going to be the healing thing. They'll visualize purple kind of like yeah. coming out of them and filling their body up with that color. Is that kind of like yeah. a, a form that you use too? That could definitely be that way. Um, so it's kind of a combination of choosing and allowing. So I don't. I was working on someone the other day, and I just got oh purple, and the the purple light was coming in. But then it was, and so this person was far away, and you know, in my inner vision, what I was seeing is this person's here, and the purple light came here, but it wasn't going in. And I'm thinking there, hmm, why is that? all of a sudden it changed to green and the green light came around and went around this person like that. And it was really cool. Uh, So, and it was, I wasn't talking directly to the person I was talking to their spouse, but I explained this to what happened. And then a couple of days later, I found out that woman got way better during that time. She had had COVID and was having some effect, you know, symptoms afterwards that went away. It was very cool. So, I don't, you know, it was part of it just respecting what's in her consciousness that's going to bring forward, what the spirit brings in. And uh, it was just an interesting thing because I was very clear of the purple light, but then it wasn't going into her. It wasn't going in her energy field. It was just, I mean, I'm still processing it, but it was kind of like a lesson for me. I mean, part of me just wanted to try to push that purple light in her. And it's like, no, nope, that's not clicking right now. So be patient. But it was interesting how the green light came in like this. Again, I don't even know exactly what to make of it. Yeah, oh, that's what. Yeah, that's yeah. great. It was one that's of those uh, where you're like kind of like don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I like sometimes I like experiences like that because it makes you start having to be like, damn, I'm going to have to think differently than I used to to try to maybe figure this out. 
Yeah, and be open. So, and another you have thing to be open to something else. Yeah. Go when I see work with people, it's kind of like I see their path. And I had someone, and it was interesting. They were having certain problems, and it was kind of like their path went like this, and then was off on an angle. And in my mind, right away, I go, "Hmm, something." Like I would just think this was their path, but then when I, you know, felt it out and looked a little deeper, it was like, no, this new path was very important to them. I, I had never seen that before. It was really interesting, and and I then I kept saying, well, there's something very majestic coming in for you. And it was a woman. I said, not in a negative way, but it's like now you're a princess, and you start to need to be respecting yourself like that. And I know princess has like a negative connotation, but now she wasn't taking care of herself as much as she could and honoring herself and realizing you know she her spiritual majesty inside of her and this was a good opportunity and it was good so she lived kind of a you know wild life before that and she was aware something shifted she was concerned and i go no that shift is the right thing and it was kind of cool I like to see things that are different than I assume yeah. or tend to think they are. You know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, and I think it can also open you up to uh, maybe you know, learning new stuff. And yeah. like, and then you could be like, oh, that thing that I didn't understand before, thinking this way kind of makes that make sense now. Yeah, I, I like right, that. Right. It ch- challenges yeah. you. It challenges your way of thinking and just yeah. you have to, yeah. Kind of fun. Um, there was something else I had wanted to ask. Uh, oh, just um, – from your experience, because I know I have mentioned it myself and maybe yeah. other people I've had on have as well. But um, for me, just from my experience, uh, I do think when I've worked with chakras on myself, for me, I can feel as if it's actually something spinning and moving. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. From your experience, have can you say that also? Sometimes. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. When when they kind of get energized and are going the right way, then there is some of that. And um, again, be for me, it's always be, see what is there with people. Um, you know, sometimes people say, Oh, my, whatever chakras closed. So our, our chakras do open and close to varying degrees, depending on what's going on. And, you know, sometimes you don't want to be that open around certain mm-hmm. energy there are certain people that aren't really good for you. So you don't want your, you know, you don't want things to be so open. I think that part's real important. I know. I just, I wanted to ask uh, your opinion on that. So in case people yeah. have heard it from me, uh, somebody else is uh, also saying they've experienced that as well. So oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I mean, I would probably, I, I think we'll probably end it here, but I'm, I'm, okay. I'm thinking there's other things I'd like to have you on for again. And, and then, like, sure. I love to talk about this stuff. So yeah. anytime. I don't want to like switch into a whole other subject at an hour in already. I think maybe we'll just stop it here. I think this was good for this topic. And I'm sure I'll have you on again for something else because uh, cool. it's a great talk. Because I, I very much can, I at least can uh, add with you from my experiences. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, yeah. We might have practiced different things, but I can. I can still talk with you and have uh, same experiences and understandings. Yeah, I mean, I, the thing, like I said, the part where you, you're open to not knowing and just that you're open and know, you know, a lot of people talk about this stuff like, I know everything. And to me, that's, I, I don't want to put anyone down, but I don't, you know, I like to talk to people who are willing to learn and to open, which means you don't know. You know, if, you're going to learn something you can't know you know what i mean so mm-hmm. that part's just real important to me so I, I like talking to you also it's great yeah you know i think it's it's a great discussion cool. and it's fun for sure um th- thank you uh again dr lawrence brock for coming on uh his links are in the bottom do you just want to let everybody know again uh what's up with your stuff where they can find you? um sure my website is lawrencebrock.com my youtube is dr lawrence brock and the most fun one is TikTok because it's Doc Brock at TikTok. D O C B R O C K. Awesome, nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, I I know before I think uh, we had problems with you understanding them. Um, Teresa, would you like to plug your show, Spiritual Gangsters? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So probably everyone listening knows, but yeah, you co-host it with me. It's a good time. Actually, maybe we could have Doctor Brock on sometime to talk about yeah. his own 
his own stuff. But I was thinking um, that already. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yeah, it's called The Spiritual Gangsters Podcast. It's on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Um, and you can find me on Instagram too, just under my name. But I think it's in the, I think it's in the link. Yes, it should yeah. be. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, my uh, our stuff for me, uh, Lux and the Occult Rejects. And um, I know Saturday we're thinking uh, next Saturday we should be doing an official uh, live stream, I think, to podcasts and to all our uh, media about announcing our Element server. But, I mean, as of right now, because uh, Helen put it in there, um, we do have a link for the new Element server. It is in there. Um, check it out. I mean... Like I said, next weekend we're going to have somebody on who actually like helped build it and will be able to like really tell you all about it. I can't really say much because I'm still figuring out what I'm doing with it. But in my opinion, it's the same thing as Discord and better, and we won't uh, get shut down like we've been in the past. So the link is in there for that. But uh, like I said, next weekend there will be an official announcement, and we'll have somebody coming on explaining all of it so everybody understands. Uh, And again, like I said before, thank you, Lawrence, for coming on. Thank you, Teresa, for joining Um, I had a great time. It was just a good conversation, and I think it's just, uh, you know, again, like this isn't for me to so much teach people to start telling them to do this. I just want them to be open to think that maybe these things actually do work and there's something behind it. You know what I'm saying as well? There's something out there we can't see that maybe this stuff is real and it works. And uh, it was a fun discussion, and we're definitely going to do it again, Lawrence. And, uh, yeah, that is it. And until the next one, everybody be well. Later.